Thank you for joining me for another episode of Spiritual Prism, where we discuss everyday issues for the prism of God's Word. I've titled today's discussion, Put Down the Distractions, because I believe with so many things vying for our attention and distracting us, it's easy for us to neglect our relationship with the Lord. And if you don't have a relationship with the Lord, then it's just keeping you from having that relationship to begin with. Satan has filled this world with distractions. And sometimes they can even be deceiving, and it could be something that we think is positive or not a distraction, but in reality, it is. I mean, we can all probably come up with the distractions that are most outstanding, like our cell phones or television, playing video games, and so on. But there are also those distractions that just don't jump out at us. It could be as simple as working too much. Workaholism is a true thing. And Satan will use that to keep you distracted from your relationship with the Lord. It could be a hobby or a project we're working on that does the same thing. A lot of times it is something that we're passionate about that takes up the lion's share of our time and leaves us with no time for anything else. Now don't get me wrong here. I'm not saying that those things are bad. I'm saying when it consumes us and leaves us no time for anything else, that's when you start to have a problem. And I'll be the first to admit I've been there and struggle with it still. There are lots of things that I'm passionate about, and I have to remind myself to make time for the Lord every day. Because I don't know about you, but I wake up in the morning and I already am planning out all these things that need to be done or that I want to do. And it starts the day out already calling for my attention and distracting me from my relationship with the Lord. So I want to share a verse of scripture with you that I use when I feel this way. And it comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 33 and 34. And it says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. This verse helps me to remember to seek God first, because ultimately that's what I need to do if I want the rest of my day to go correctly. Because as the verse is saying here, there's going to be enough troubles for me every day, and there's going to be enough worries to go along with that as well. And the best way you can deal with that is by having Jesus Christ in your corner. Because you can bet Satan is just waiting to take advantage of those worries and troubles and use them against you because he knows if he can keep you distracted from the Lord's intent for your life, that he's winning and you're struggling. And that continual struggle will eventually wear you down and make you seek some other distraction to try to make yourself feel better. I know this to be true because it's happened to me personally. The worries and troubles of this life have brought me to my knees before, and unfortunately, I didn't run to the Lord right away, which only caused my situation to get worse. And the Bible warns us about this. Listen to what the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, and it says, Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. This is a pretty clear warning here. I mean, lions are at the top of the food chain. They are an apex predator. I don't think many of us would stand a chance if we didn't have a gun or some type of weapon to defend ourselves with. We would most likely be devoured, just like the Bible is saying here. And that's why the Bible is comparing the devil to the lion, because he can easily devour us in the same way if we let him and don't know how to defend ourselves. And the only way to defend ourselves is to have that relationship with Jesus Christ. That's why he wants us to be distracted and doesn't want us to give time to the Lord and to have that relationship. The devil doesn't want you to be strong in faith. He wants you to be weak in faith. So you'll sink in to the distractions that he provides. 
which sometimes provide temporary relief, but they don't solve the underlying issue. For the final verse of scripture today, I'm going to be reading from Mark chapter 4. Jesus is speaking here, and I start with verse 3. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seed. As he scattered it across his field, some of the seed fell on the footpath, and the birds came and ate it. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seed sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plant soon wilted under the hot sun, and since it didn't have deep roots, it died. Other seed fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants, so they produced no grain. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they sprouted, grew, and produced a crop that was thirty, sixty, and even a hundred times as much as they had planted. Then he said, Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. So the scripture I just read was the parable that Jesus gave. The disciples didn't understand it. So Jesus tells them the meaning of it. And we, like the disciples, probably didn't understand it fully either. So that's why I wanted to start with the parable. And now I'm going to read you what Jesus revealed to the disciples about the parable. It's also in Mark 4. It starts in verses 13. And it says, Then Jesus said to them, If you can't understand the meaning of this parable, how will you understand all the other parables? The farmer plants seed by taking God's word to others. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message, only to have Satan come at once and take it away. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents others who hears God's words. But all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life, the lure of wealth, and the desires for other things, so no fruit is produced. And the seed that fell on good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word and produce a harvest of thirty, sixty, or even a hundred times as much as had been planted. So ultimately here, our hearts are the soil. And when we hear the good news about what Jesus Christ has to offer and the salvation for our lives, we respond just as the soil did. We may be so distracted that we don't hear it in the first place. We may take the time to listen to it and receive it with joy, but then just get distracted and forget about it. We may start going to church and reading our Bibles only to fall away as soon as we have problems or are persecuted for believing in God. Or we may get too distracted from the lures of wealth and the desires of our lives, wanting to do our own things, even though we have a relationship with Jesus Christ, only to be so distracted that we produce no fruit, which is selfish in and of itself. I mean, Jesus Christ has the best message that you could share with anybody, eternal salvation. So why wouldn't you want to share it and grow your relationship with the Lord? So you can help others to gain that relationship with the Lord and find true joy in their life. Well, one of the major reasons is because we get so distracted by the world's lures and the devil's traps that we neglect our own relationship with the Lord. So how can we share it with others? So in closing, I just want to say, listen, I'm the first person that has been distracted by a multitude of things. So that's why I wanted to speak about this, because... I know I struggle with it, and I'm sure other people out there do too. Some of them may not even realize they're struggling with it. But the struggle is real. The fight for your soul is real. And the only way to fight and win that battle is with Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to another episode of Spiritual Prism. 
And until next time, I pray you can put down those distractions and be the fertile soil that Jesus is talking about so that you can bring others to the saving grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. And in doing so, dive deeper into your own personal relationship with him.